What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It is the Instant Reaction Podcast presented by Carl Chevrolet. Iowa State moving to 20 and 8, 9 and 6 in the Big 12 with a 78 to 61 win over the Oklahoma Sooners. Monday night at Hilton Coliseum. Huge bounce back game for the Cyclones after. I don't think we really even need to get over, go into what after last week. Uh, Obviously, the loss to Baylor, the loss to TCU, some frustrating times. And man, it really seemed like we were headed for that again Monday night when you know Oklahoma comes out and hits six three pointers in the in the first half of the game, uh, and did enough to where even when Iowa State was able to to take a lead, you know, build it up to to six points or so, you know, then Oklahoma would come storming back. They'd figure out a way to, you know, they build it up to seven at one point. 13.07 left in the game. Uh, they gave themselves an opportunity in the first half, and it seemed like every time the Cyclones would try and pull away, they just weren't able to do it. They weren't able to do it. Oklahoma kept hitting, knock, knocking down shots. They'd answer every Iowa State make with a, with a make of their own. And, you know, the Cyclones go into halftime uh, up one, 37 to 36. And immediately... You know, they jump out to, I think they push that to six almost right off the bat. Oklahoma again comes right back, hits a couple shots, and is able to, to tie the game again. And then finally the Cyclones were able to, to push their way uh, into control of the game, led by as much as 17 with three minutes and 20 seconds left. And they were kind of able to run away. Uh, well, I guess that's when they took the 17-point lead, and obviously the final margin was 17 points. But Cyclones able to, to, to push uh, their way to a big enough lead and, and really pull away in the game. And uh, and it's a very encouraging performance, I think, where, yeah, Oklahoma ends up with 12 offensive rebounds. How many of those were? Five of those were in the first half, so seven in the second half. And, you know, Steve Prohm talked about this in the post game where Iowa State wants to be able to, to rebound 25% or to, to hold teams to rebounding 25% of their misses. Cyclones held them right below 30 tonight. I'm not a math guy, so I'm not even going to try and figure out what percentage it was. Oklahoma missed 39 shots and got 29 offensive rebounds, so it's below 30%. But, uh, you know, it it was just a much better performance from Iowa State where even early in the game where it seemed like Oklahoma was trying to take a little bit of control, the Cyclones fought right back, were able to get right back in the game. And then for a a while, it was just back and forth. And and they weren't able to do enough to get stops. And, uh, you know, you were leaving open some wide open shooters. They go in for the halftime break and uh, and something kind of clicked, you know, where you're able to uh, to get a little bit more energy. You're able to get out and transition a little bit more. I think that that was a huge piece of why Mariel Shayok had one of his best games in, over the last several weeks. 21 points on 8 of 13 shooting, 3 of 6 from 3, 6 rebounds. Tied his career high for assists with five and 36 minutes. Huge performance for the senior. He talked after the game about how he is really feeling the urgency of, you know, th- having three definite games left in the regular season. You get the one for sure in the Big 12 tournament. I think we all assume that Iowa State can get more than that. You get the one in the NCAA tournament. So right now, Mariel Schalk has five games guaranteed left in his college basketball career. And I think that you saw tonight that that was a guy who 
he said he woke up on Monday morning and it just kind of clicked with him. He had an epiphany where all of a sudden he realized, man, the end of the road is coming for me. And if that's the Mariel Shayok that Iowa State is going to get the rest of this season, you know, if you're going to get eight of 13 for 21 points, six rebounds and five assists, Mariel Shayok, this team is going to have a chance to make some noise. But you need that guy. You need that guy. And hopefully, uh, hopefully this epiphany that he had is able to, to last here into the last two weeks of the regular season, into the month of March. And, you know, maybe if uh, something crazy happened in the month, the month of April. Taylor Horton Tucker finishes the game with 18 points. Six of 10 from the field, two of five from three, four of six from the free throw line. Five assists. I think that's his career high. I've got the thing here. Nope. Sixth game with at least five assists, so never mind. Uh, Had four turnovers. That was something that Steve Prohm pointed out to him. Uh, Two steals as well. And then he did that in 23 minutes, so a big 23 minutes there for Taylor. Michael Jacobson, Tyrese Halliburton, and Cameron Lard all finished with eight points. Lindell Wigginton had six. Nick Waller-Babb had seven. Eight rebounds for Nick Waller-Babb. You know, Iowa State finishes the game shooting 51% basically 52%, I guess, and almost 50% from three. And I said this in the pregame that it sounds like an oversimplification, and I know that it does. I I am 100% aware of this. It sounds like an oversimplification when you say that when this team is making shots, they win. But I feel like it almost seems, it has seemed recently, like the fact that Iowa State's shots have not been going in has really been... A, a big piece of what zapped their energy to an extent where you're seeing them give up the offensive rebounds. You're not seeing them play as well defensively. It seems like they, a lot of the way they were playing and a lot of their body language was so predicated on whether or not the shots were going in that it was becoming a detriment because the shots just weren't going in. Tonight you saw the shots go in. Iowa State moves to 7-1 and one this season when shooting 50% or better from the field. 10-1 on this season when making 10 or more three-pointers. And they're 17-1 when holding opponents to fewer than 70 points. Man, I'd like to know when the last time Iowa State had 18 games in which they held opponents to less than 70 points. I'm going to guess that uh, it hasn't happened in the time that I've been covering this team. But I would have to, to look that up for sure. Some other individual notes. This was Mariel Shayok's 13th game with 20 points. Lindell Wigginton moved up to 18th at Iowa State in career three-pointers with 104. He made, made two of them, went two for two from three on Monday night. Taylor Horton Tucker is now tied for fifth on Iowa State's freshman three-point list with 40. He was two of five from three. Tyrese Halberton is now fifth on the Iowa State freshman charts with 47 steals. He's fourth on the Iowa State freshman charts with 42 three-pointers. So a huge bounce back performance, I think, from the Cyclones. Uh, Chris Williams is going to have a lot to say about it in a column tonight. Uh, I'm going to write something about Mariel Shayok for tomorrow, so you can look forward to that. If this is the Iowa State team, especially the team that we saw in the second half, the one that outscored Oklahoma 41 to 25. If that's the Iowa State team that we will see over the next two weeks into the month of March, then that's the team that has an opportunity to make a lot of noise down the stretch of this season. 
but it, it comes to them making a decision that they want to be those guys, that they want to be the team that is capable of running teams off their off the court. And if they do, then this is going to be a fun couple weeks. If they don't, then we're going to have more weeks like, the, like we did last week. And I think that everybody listening, and I think that even myself, can all say that last week was not very fun. Last week was definitely not very fun. And I, you know, I talked to a buddy today where even at halftime, you're sitting there watching them in the first half. And, and I, like I mentioned, there's the lapses and uh, the lapses defensively, the lapses on the boards. Offensively, it seemed like they, mer- they really forced some shots at times. And I, I know that that's a thing that's just going to happen sometimes with this team, just the kind of guys that they are. But they weren't that fun to watch in the first half. They were really fun to watch in the second half. Something flipped. And whatever that was, uh, that needs to carry forward because that is how this team is going to have a lot of success. Thanks for listening to the Instant Reaction Podcast presented by Carl Chevrolet. We'll have plenty more for you guys here uh, in the coming hours. Uh, and, of course, in the coming days, the rest of the week, football and random things tomorrow, stands and fits. Uh, and we'll have uh, plenty more for you here on cyclingfnight.com. Thanks for listening. Peace.